Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest, uh, Councillor Angus McKenzie uh, of Botahieval. Thank you very much for joining us, Councillor McKenzie. Evening, Patricia. I I will tell you that I was dancing to your song, <laughs> and uh, I was I was horribly disappointed when that to end. It was quite a good song. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> well, all thanks uh, to the DJ man Brabenzito. Very yeah, versatile. Yeah, no, the DJ is on fire tonight, eh? Uh, look, I'm I'm worried now because um, I saw a video clips of you in in uh, water that is knee high. So were you dancing yeah. in the water and splashing it around? Because things don't seem to be good. Listen, in I was Cape having Town. I was having a ball. I was I was having a ball over time, but I need to just be careful how I phrase that. Mm. So, yeah, mm. yeah it was, look, it was a, 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 the the last two days in Cape Town have been completely unprecedented. I think we've had um, for the complete for the average June rainfall um, in previous years, we've had that um, that um, we've had more rain over the last two days than the average June over the last uh, a few years. So it's com- it's been completely unprecedented. It's come as a freak show, if anything, um, and it's really had a devastating effect on across the city, and 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 specifically in 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 low lying areas. And as you would know, most of the the city of Cape Town is, and that's why we call it the Cape Flats, because it's below the the ocean level. So it's been it's been devastating. Uh, thankfully, we've not lost we've not lost any. We have had no loss of life. But that uh, people have lost a lot of their positions, and a lot of their positions have have, have been damaged, and it's been a treacherous uh, few hours getting people back up to back, back up on their feet again after the flood. I mean, with the rains like this, we saw a couple of months ago in KZN, the Eastern yeah. Cape, and uh, and other parts of the country that had rains that were heavier than usual. Did weather services warn those in the area of Cape Town around the rainfall that should be expected, so people can at yeah. least have enough time to evacuate? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't think it got to the evacuation stage. I think what, what, what look, the warnings were sent out. Um, in, in, in one of my areas, because I'm the sub-council chairperson for a, quite, quite a, a large area in the city, in one of our areas uh, we have an informal settlement where we had warned people um, uh, on a number of occasions about one, the rainfall, but two, building the informal structures below flood lines uh, because then it's prone to flooding. So there were a number of warnings that had gone out. The, the challenge really is around the capacity of the drainage system to handle the amount of water that fell today, you know. And so the, uh, in, in Bonkyville, in my specific ward, we had a horrible situation of flooding, just one section of Bonkyville, where the canal, we have a canal that runs sort of boundaries the, the area, and that canal had broken its bank and, 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 and flowed over. And so as the water flows over from the canal and obviously mixes with rainwater, it, it needs to find its nearest exit point. And so generally your nearest exit point would be your stormwater drains. But when one when these stormwater drains can't handle the capacity of this amount of water and also a, a, a horrible scourge within our poorer communities is illegal dumping. So what people literally do 
is they open up the drain cover lids and they dump in the sewage system in the stormwater systems. So what then effectively happens is that once this water starts running down uh, from the canal down the road, it blocks up at the at the stormwater and it can't go any further because the stormwater drainage system is blocked and that water then finds its next exit point, which evidently ends up being the front yards, the backyards and the homes um, of people. So that's what you needed to deal with today. I think we, we really experienced the worst of it um, around 2, 2 o'clock this morning. So at 2 o'clock this morning, I got up out of bed, headed to my ward, and I got home at just before nine, <laughs> just before nine this evening, because we were out helping people clear clear drains. So literally picking up the steel, the iron cast drains, getting inside the drains, cleaning them out for whatever muck was uh, was in those drains, whatever uh, debris was in those drains. Because once those drains are are, are free flowing, the water then freely flows and it avoids the, the, the incidences of flooding into homes, etc. Uh, uh, but, uh, Councillor, I was under the impression that the city of Cape Town was already embarking on a massive storm drain clearing operation. Um, is this uh, not being done frequent enough? And that's exactly what we've done. So we started the winter readiness program in about March this year. So from March, and, and, and remember, the, the, the city is quite a big city, so it's quite extensive, and we have our hotspot areas where where um, the previous data would show us where, uh, where flooding has taken place often. So since about March this year, we've been cleaning stormwater drains, sewage system drains. I personally, you, you've not seen that video yet. I'll send it to your producer so you can check it out. Mm. But last week, I personally cleaned out drains with the team, with, with, the, with the contractors themselves. But sadly, what happens is it's because um, we, 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 we have, it's a horrible culture, unfortunately, within our communities that people would pay other people uh, to take their dirt and their dump away, hoping that that dirt and dump will end up at a dump site. But effectively, or, or the only place it ends up is within drains on open fields or near exposed um, manhole covers. And so despite what we, what I did with my team or with the teams uh, over the last two or three weeks cleaning uh, these, these catch pits uh, with, with the team, today we still found that a lot of those catch pits that we personally cleaned ourselves over the last two or three weeks had been dumped within again. So it is a challenging situation. A-teamers, if you are in and around the Cape Town area or have family and friends there um, who have been affected by the floods, uh, let us know what sort of help they need. We are talking to Councillor Angus McKenzie and uh, hopefully they might be able to get assistance. Uh, Perhaps uh, you want to relate your story to us as well as to what it is that you are experiencing. The number you can call in on is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 104107 uh, SMSs go to 41391 Now th- there's something that really uh, touched my heart uh, in all the occurrences that have happened uh, so far in, in, in the Western Cape around these rains uh, that in Paul apparently a school bus that had about 51 pupils in it crashed in a ditch because of mud and having to sway away from causing a car accident. I mean, the trauma that these children have endured. Was the warning not far and wide enough um, so that at least school transportation and other motorists would be informed of uh, routes to take or just to stay at home? 
Look, so a number of, of uh, look, uh, Paul's a different municipality, but I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a discussion that covers everything. The warnings were sent out through all, uh, you know, the municipal channels, through all the, the various channels that there are. Our disaster risk management teams have been, I must, I must commend them. They've been on point, on the ball. They've been in the areas. They've been working day and night over the last 48 hours trying to assist people. Uh, the, the bus that you referred to in Paul was not the only incident of a bus. We had a, a bus, a, a Golden Arrow bus services bus in um, uh, Bishop Lavis, in, which is in the city of Cape Town, that also got stuck in a manhole cover today. I fell into a manhole cover today walking in, in water, uh, you know, walking and, and not seeing where you're walking. So it, it has happened. It is happening. It is a very, it, it can be a very potentially dangerous situation. But um, we, in most cases, what, what, what does happen is that roads that are flooded or that is affected by water are generally closed. And what you do find is that people tend to think that if one side of the road is closed, they could get away on the other side. And when they get away on the other side, they have oncoming traffic, so they're needing to swerve to the left or right to try and make way. And this is generally when, 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 when these sort of horrible situations happen. But um, that said, it's, uh, it, it has been quite an experience what's happened over the last two days. In my short time in this, on this beautiful earth, I've not experienced this much rain. I'd like to go to the lines. I've got Atima Zayed on the line. Good evening, Zayed. Good afternoon. Good evening, presenter, and good afternoon. Good evening to your listeners also. Uh, I stay in the Greater Tigers of area in Cape Town. Uh, I can actually also predict what uh, the council is saying. Uh, about two weeks back, they're actually cleaning out trains and everything. But this morning when we woke up, everything was cut up. I think it goes more to the side of us as the community. Let's say you have your kids that go buy chips uh, from the talk shop and after eating chips, they just throw the, they just litter or everybody just litter on the road. So when the rains come, they actually push that litter through and it goes to the ground and then cocks them up. So that's the more problem that we are actually experiencing. It's not that we're not clean. Okay. Since last week, there has been a very mass, 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 mass project that I saw that was happening around in my area. And so I can't prove that. But then also you have to understand that also the urban areas, you're getting more people coming from rural areas to urban areas. So the trains are pretty much small. So the structure is pretty much old school. Mm. Yeah. So now the structure is old school. You'll find that it's not actually... Gaining access to what's happening, so there's more people now in urban areas than when it was built. So this is a system that we are living that was actually from the past regime. Uh, uh, so I think that's the main problem we actually face with at the moment. Wow. And and for, which part of um, Cape Town are you based in, uh, Azad? And um, how bad have the rains affected your area? It's in Paris. In Paris. And it was very bad. It was very bad. The car couldn't go through. My car couldn't go through. I actually had to turn around on the road. Shoot. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And I just really do hope that, uh, you know, everyone will be yeah, safe. I think we should mm. move to our infrastructure. And this is something actually you guys have been, been actually voicing out on. This is a pretty 
two monthly, three months infrastructure. When we look at urban, it's the same case, infrastructure, infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure, infrastructure, I hear you. Let's uh, go to uh, you, Councillor. I mean, here's uh, yeah, and, uh, attesting that, yes, he's seen the clean-up yeah. in your area and, uh, you know, in, in Cape Town, he's seen the clean-up. Yeah. It's a good thing. But now he's saying infrastructure is a challenge. Yeah, yeah. look, I think I think, I think think the caller the, the raises three very critical issues. Funny enough, uh, I think if I heard correctly, he says he lives in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, I live in Paris as well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know him, but I live in the same area. Look, I think he raises three very critical issues. the The first issue is is that um, to ensure that these things don't happen as frequently as what they do. Now, you must remember with the amount of rainfall that fell today. There is always going to be some level of flooding. There's always going to be, but the extensive level of flooding is really caused by, as it refers to, this illegal dumping. And so this illegal dumping is an issue that we all have a responsibility towards. Me as a councillor, me as a resident, uh, and, and your listeners as residents, we all have a responsibility to ensure we are, are, are keeping our, 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 our waterways clear, we are throwing papers in bins and not papers on, on the side of the road, etc., the Winter Readiness Program is it's an amazing program, uh, Patricia, because what it also does is it creates job opportunities for unemployed people as well. And so we, we, we roll out this program throughout the city of Cape Town in every area. And in every area that has unemployed people, they have this opportunity to earn some form of income uh, doing, the, doing the work that is needed. And, 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 and so it's a really, really great program. But... When he when he speaks about infrastructure, and it's a, and, and it's also an, an important point, the fact is that urbanisation from uh, urbanisation and people moving from rural areas into the city, people moving from other parts of the country into the city does place a huge burden on not just the the, the functioning of a city, but the infrastructure of that city. And so, when you look at places like uh, Langa, that that I am, that that I'm, that that I have oversight over, and and you look at a lot of the informal settlements, we our disastrous management and our city officials would go out to these to these uh, uh, residents and say, you cannot build your informal dwelling here. It is below a floodplain. It is in the way of a waterway. Uh, and, and, and because of this desperation just to find some spot to be able to put down a shelter or a, a shack, for, 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 for the lack of a better word, people, you know, they, they, they do this. And, and unfortunately, when they are putting up the informal uh, dwelling in areas that are prone to, to flooding and are below the flood line, then what we've dealt with over the last two days are effectively the results of those actions. So one, it's, there's no justification for it. It is just a horrible experience for anyone to live through that they wake up in the morning and their the goods are floating. The, the only reason their bed is still is because they're laying on top of it. But the shoes are floating around and bags and food and whatever else is floating around. So it's a horrible situation. But there are unfortunately ramifications when you, when, when you disregard the basic rules and the basic laws of nature, unfortunately.
Before we close off, here's a message from Bran who says, Hi Patricia, I stay in Helderberg area, Gordons Bay. Uh, lots of streets were flooded and uh, some yes. cars got stuck in the huge puddles of water because of the water that got into the car engines. I want to ask the councillor, do they assist people with insurance claims from their respective insurance companies? Because if the drainage system worked properly, people wouldn't need to go through those dams of water on the yeah. roads. So, so the interesting thing about, about, about the flooding over the last two days is that it's effectively affected everyone. It's affected rich, it's affected poor, it's affected informal settlements, and it's affected formal settlements. The, 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 I think that's the, the, the very interesting part. So no one can turn around and say, well, uh, I live in a leafy suburb, I had no flooding. We had flooding in most, in most areas around Cape Town today. The city does have an insurance claims process where if there are damages caused by a failure on, on, on the city's part to uh, um, there's damages caused to your property and to items of yours caused by failure on the city's part, the city does have that the process where you can lodge a claim with the city and it goes through very much the same process that a private insurance uh, claiming process goes through as well. And it gets investigated, etc. And if it, if your claim is successful, the city obviously then pays out and, and and through the insurance companies. What we do encourage is obviously that if people have private insurance, that they immediately then uh, you know contact their private insurance. These are acts of nature. These are, are, are flooding events. These are, are things that, that people that, that do have insurance are generally covered for. And those that don't have insurance can are, are more than welcome to visit their local uh, councillor's office, their local sub-council office. So the, the great thing about Cape Town, we're the only city that has sub-councils. So it brings, it brings the services of council closer to, 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 to residents. So instead of going to one municipal office in the city centre, there are municipal offices spread out throughout the city, and, and the residents are welcome to pop into those, uh, get copies, or even online. You can get these claim forms online, fold them out, submit them with the supporting documents, and allow that process to take its course. Councillor, thank you so very much for joining us this evening and shedding light. I'm sure Bran and other people who need uh, to follow that uh, insurance claim process, they'll be able to do so in your various offices. Thank you for joining us. Patricia, it's an absolute pleasure, and keep playing the good music. You, your introduction earlier with the other um, chapters of your show has made me now stay up because I really want to listen to some of the other content as well. So well done. Have a good evening. Thank you, Councillor.